Welcome to It's Complicated, the Couple's Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists, and today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Right, Ryan, I just, I have, I have a burning question and I think you're the only one who can answer it. Uh, I probably am the only one who can answer it. So you should ask me. (laughs) What do I do when the person I'm with has like, they really like me and we're like vibing each other, but they won't label our relationship. Wow. You know what? It sounds like you care way more about this relationship than I do. So I'm out. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not going to answer your question. That's, that's the, (laughs) the answer is no answer. But I really like this person and I just want to label. I know. I know. And that's what we're going to talk about today on episode 47, all about that. What do you do when your partner, uh, when you have that strong interest and you like that person and uh, the other one doesn't really want a relationship or doesn't want that label. Although (laughs) that, that is why does Facebook even still have that? I don't know Facebook that well. Um, the, the, Hell yeah, it does. Yeah, and that's why it can be, it's complicated. That's kind of where the whole idea for the podcast name came from is when exactly this situation is <laughs> <gets> complicated. <laughs> and interestingly enough with the Facebook relationship status, I think it was, you can be, you, can, you can't be in a relationship with more than one person, but you can be in a relationship with your sibling like it doesn't discern relatability on Facebook. So it's like, okay, bigamy, no, incest, cool, go ahead. Like I remember looking at that, I'm like, this yeah. is wrong. This is a bad filter. <laughs> I think there needs to be some more options on that situation. I mean, it's 2021. So you would think at this yeah. point, yeah. yeah. So what do you do? What do you think you should? Also, this was a listener question. Somebody oh, yeah. wrote us in with this and I believe it was a girl. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is heteronormative, but that's just an assumption. Yeah, um, let's, the, the, it sounds that way, but we can talk about it in different contexts. The actual language, I think, yeah, I have it written down here. What to do when yeah. my partner has a strong interest in me, but doesn't yeah. want a relationship. So we're, yeah. we're understanding that as it sounds like there's some mixed signals from your partner. Like I really <laughs> likes you and there's a strong interest and, um, but does it seem to want to commit to a relationship or doesn't want that label of we're in a relationship? A label. Yeah. So what yeah. to do about that? Uh, I would, how do you, how do you want to start this? Cause I have, <laughs> some, I have some, you know, me pessimistic ideas about, <laughs> about the reasons why. <laughs> well, I think I would do all the th- ideas flooding through my head. I'm noticing I could divide into two categories. One is what to do with your partner as in first step, which is how uh-huh. to address that situation. Uh-huh. The second thing is depending on your partner's answer to when you address it, then what do you do? I.e. bail on the relationship or not bail. And again, it's kind of context dependent on what your partner does in tier one response. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's unpack <laughs> tier one because, well, they, uh, for me, they kind of bleed together like how do I handle how how do I approach my person that I'm dating and 
gently bully them <laughs> into giving <laughs> me why they don't want a yeah. label. Um, I would say, yeah. I have, this is just popping in my mind that it, it depends how long you've been together. Like yeah. this question, obviously this listener, it sounds like the other person likes her. It's not like she's building this. I'm assuming it's, it yeah. is a girl who wrote it. She's not building it up in her head and like yeah. making something it's not like they're dating. Yeah. Uh, I would say, having the discussion is important and mm -hmm. it's a new society so you don't have to wait for the other person like it doesn't have to be the guy who asks you out you can initiate the conversation absolutely surrounding what would it be like right and most times we don't realize what we're hoping for out of the next step or a label or you know if you, and especially if they're exclusive like having a label my philosophy is like having a label is it's nice, but it doesn't make that much of a difference in terms of like the level of commitment. Like when I'm with a person, I'm with them. Like if we're dating, if we're exclusive, regardless of if they're labeled or not, like I treat them once we've had that bonding discussion, we are in it. Right. And so I think if there's something about the label that this listener is hoping to gain, right. Oh, I have to be able to say they have a boyfriend to feel more yeah. secure to be able to take it to the next level, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's certain markers that we try and use when we're in a labeled relationship. And often for women, it makes us feel more safe, more mm -hmm. contained, less concerned about infidelity, et cetera, et cetera. And as we've known from all of our other episodes, having a label does not make a relationship immune to issues mm -hmm. or to in, in, in infidelity included. Okay. And it's still an important thing and step and we all have that inner thing in us that feels like you know the cinderella story of like i really be my boyfriend like mm -hmm. we walk around wistfully and like it would be so nice and we're gonna do this and then i get to buy like number one boyfriend t-shirts and stuff like mm -hmm. it's a fun way to think about it so mm -hmm. there's a playful side of it and there's also a containment side especially yeah. for women why we would want a label so mm -hmm. my short answer would be gently bully them and figure out why they're so resistant <laughs> or how they haven't asked but that's just me and we can unpack it later how about you Ryan? i actually have a very similar response with different language because of course my style is way different and i wouldn't be gently bullying but i would definitely be asking for clarity <laughs> i'll be the only one who gently bullies <laughs> well that's your skill set you know how to do that um, and it, it is different in context when, when say, um, you know, a cisgender female does that kind of bullying with a cisgender male in a relationship versus if I were to do that, there's already power dynamics in our society where if I try to bully a woman in that, that's like way less cool. Um, right. But I know you're using bully as a jokey thing in, in a fun way to experience like the assertiveness of what you need to do. And I align with that. Because my answer to that tier one of what to initially do in this context, which by the way, I just want to acknowledge, it sounds like the listener is already a space where they want the relationship. There's kind of a, an, an hidden assumption there. They're like, hey, I want this. And my um, partner has that strong interest, but doesn't want the relationship. And so if that's the case, the two things in tier one I do is one is be clear with yourself about that you do want a relationship and communicate that to your partner. That yeah. sounds like it might have already happened in this scenario, but I just want to make sure that's clear for listeners. That's the first thing. It's like, oh, if, if it hasn't been explicitly discussed, then being clear uh, about that. Say, hey, I'm dating with this interesting relationship and I'm ready to be in relationship with you. Those mm -hmm. markers have been met for me where now you are the person I want to be in relationship. I'm ready to have that commitment, that stability, that safety, and that depth mm -hmm. of connection. 
The second thing is exactly what you're talking about in terms of like bullying them into saying, hey, we're, you know, let's do this. It, it's the assertiveness, but also asking like, okay, so what, what do you need to be ready for a relationship? Being yeah. curious and inquisitive towards your partner about, so you really like me, but you're not ready for a relationship. What are your markers? When, when then in your life, in your assessment of a relationship, of, a, of what we're doing in our dating, when does it shift for you where you want a relationship? What does that look like? And maybe have a discussion about the differences you have, if there are differences, like, hey, I'm ready for a relationship and saying we're in a relationship and not just this dating part. You're saying mm-hmm. you're not, you really like me, you're not quite there yet. Let's talk about how we have different markers and different places and what, where we're at and see where that goes. That'd be the very first thing, I, the first two things I would do on tier one. I want to shed some light as to why this person might not be wanting to label because I think this Absolutely. is a good bridge like between yes. the tiers. Yes. Um, I have a couple of even personal examples. Uh-huh. I remember once this was a few years, what year is it? What year is it? No. Yeah. yeah a few years ago um, I was with somebody for quite, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, quite some time. And we were not on the same page as much as I thought we were, because when we went to have the discussion that he was like, we're not dating. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, we are. Like, we've been exclusively seeing each other for seven months. We haven't been with other people. Well, joke's on me. Turns out he was with other people and I didn't know at the time. But the point is, when we had that discussion, it was a lot of back and forth and push and resistance until finally I was like, fish or cut bait, this is happening or it's not. Yeah. I've been on the, this assumption and you said you wanted like a couple weeks to sort whatever, like, fine, I'm not going to pressure you in terms mm-hmm. of like, do it now, but I would like you to know this is my intention. And if it's not yours, let me go. Right. Yeah. And so having that discussion, I remember kind of having to take the reins on it. Of course, later on now I know why, mm-hmm. but having, having the feeling or the assumption that things are going in one direction is a good feeling and leaning into it and asking like, Mm -hmm. where are you at with this? Mm -hmm. And I remember sharing a similar thing with another guy I dated uh, a couple years ago. (laughs) So cute. And we were having the whole, like the relationship doesn't label or the label doesn't make the fidelity, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I remember I was like, are you going to ask me out officially? Like, I was just curious. And he was like, oh, I thought we already did because the other day when you mentioned like we don't need to label this and that I'm like no like that he misinterpreted what I had said actually what I meant was this yeah. and that and he was like oh okay yeah but it kind of took the wind out of the sails for like being asked out and I yeah. think especially the male female gender dynamics when it comes to like a heterosexual relationship women like to be pursued still even if we feel that closeness Mm. being asked out some of us it does feel nice there's like a Mm. benchmark an anniversary of this like it's the playful feminine side of things Mm -hmm. so the reason why sometimes people aren't asking that relationship is they have commitment issues they have side pieces they don't want to have a label on it because they still want to have their options open for Mm -hmm. whoever else even if there's not a current person they don't know how to ask somebody out they're feeling shy it doesn't always have to be you know a bad reason or like a reason that we have to accuse the person of like, well, is there somebody else? Is there this? Sometimes they're just like, no, I'm just not feeling what I need to be feeling to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Again, circling back, still important to have that discussion, but 
if the person tells you like they're not ready, they're this, they're that, believe them and don't mm -hmm. waste your time would be my, again, very general blunt as everybody knows me to be response is if the person's like, I don't know, I'm just not ready and you are, that might be time to take an inventory and go, when is this person going to be ready? What if it's five months from now? What if they never label it? What, like, it's just, if that's an important thing to you to take it to the next level and your partner isn't hearing that, that's a different, like, there could be other reasons for it, but usually with men, it's, they want, and this is just the science of it at times, it's either the fear of the commitment or they want to keep their options open for other girls. If they're not all in, like if the woman they're with hasn't hit the worth it factor yet, they're kind of teetering on like, eh, I don't really know. That's my opinion. I mean, I think you said a lot there. I'll just, I'll comment on what you just ended with. They haven't hit the worth it factor. If that's what from this tier one doing where you communicate where you're at and you get curious about where your partner's at and why they're not ready for a relationship. And the conclusion is they haven't hit the worth, you're worth it factor yet. That is in my tier two thing. What do you do? That's time to be gone. Because what you're describing to me is in a situation where you are ready for commitment into a relationship and you found someone who you care enough about to want to put that work in and you found someone who does not value you enough to be at the same space. Mm -hmm. um, and, there, and I don't want to be so negative towards that partner who hasn't gotten to that place yet because we, like you said, there's a lot of different reasons why someone may not be there. And it's not necessarily because they just want to have, you know, um, you know, a bunch of different partners, you know, sexually, there could be a lot of personal reasons yeah. why they're not able to see your value, but that doesn't matter why in that moment, mm -hmm. it's the fact is they don't, and you are worthwhile. You are valuable. If you're at that place where you're ready to commit and they're not, and in this situation specifically where you've assessed, you know, you're in there going, Oh, I haven't got the worth it factor yet. Then, then that's a time to go like, Hey, no, thank you. I'm looking for something different. I do want to also mention when looking at um, the whys of the, when you're being, you know, when you're being curious, like why your partner isn't, you know, um, interested in a relationship with this strong interest though in you, um, a, a way to do that, if maybe both of you are struggling to figure that out, is talk about what do the labels mean? What does relationship mean to you? What does dating mean to you? What does boyfriend mean to you? What does girlfriend, right. what does partner mean to you? Because expectations. Because we've really in a great way evolved in our society where there's a lot of wonderful different ways to be in relationship. It's not as black and white as it was, you know, 50, right. 60 years ago. So cool. Right. But that means there might be, that's a good little trick. It's like, well, let's talk about what that is for you. Um, and I have an example from my most recent relationship with my current girlfriend where I was at a space going, okay, well, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We're doing everything that boyfriend and girlfriends do. And it was weird to not be using that label, but we we're still newer into our relationship. So I'd asked her, I was like, hey, so how do we address each other? Um, you know, I'm, 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 I was expressing in, in a vulnerability, like, hey, I'm in this place where like, I, I care about you. I'm shimming this you know, relationship forward. We're doing everything that boyfriends and girlfriends do, supporting each other, having sex, emotional, physical connection, like, hey, and we're committed to each other. We're enjoying yeah. this. Where yeah. And she actually wasn't ready for that label. And that was okay. And but I got curious. Okay, so then so what she's like, we're just friends. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm just living with you. 
for for convenience. That's it. <laughs> you That's, thought I cared. You thought I cared about you? No. Boyfriend and girlfriend are her. <laughs> no. But that was the point. Is like I was like, okay, so we're we. I could tell that we we're on the same page page emotionally. But then I was curious, like, okay, well, then what does those terms mean for you? Because to me, we're doing everything that a boyfriend and girlfriend is. We're committed. We're exclusive in our actions, behaviors, and emotions. And she's like, to me, boyfriend and girlfriend, where they're, that means we have this intention for a future together. So for her, there's mm-hmm. a really important part that there had to be a very clear, we are definitely working towards a future together. So right. it, for her, that was a very specific gradient from in relationship from exclusively dating to relationship before say engaged where like that's a really strong commitment to a future together so it's oh, a yeah. great thing I, d- I happen to disagree with that way of looking at the label there's nothing wrong with it it's just not how I think about those terms boyfriend and girlfriend for me yeah. it's like as soon as we're in a space where we are romantically connected and we're exclusive and you're the only person I want to be dating and I'm, you know, shutting off that part of me where I'm looking at other people today, then there, you are my partner, you are my boyfriend, or you are my girlfriend, depending upon who you are. And that's, yeah. that's where that's for me, we just had a different, different place for that. So it was, it was a really great way to clarify. And exactly that was the situation that this question has like, hey, so um, in a sense, my partner clearly has a strong interest in me, but doesn't want quote, I could have understood it as my partner doesn't want a relationship and being my girlfriend. Now she did, and we were in relationships a little bit different than this question, but it's a great example of clarifying terms because it's okay mm-hmm. to have differences. Yeah, and as long as you're both in the same yeah. intent and commitment yeah. level, yeah. like, are we exclusive or not? It's probably yeah. a more, <laughs> important. Like, are you sleeping with, yeah. are, are you putting your parts near anyone else? It's a very yeah. important question to have. Asked, Absolutely. Like, do you or have you ever had the desire to put your parts <laughs> since yeah. we've been together, right? So yeah. it's like you said, perhaps you know. And again, you rub off on me in terms of the optimism. But what if the person <laughs> with the? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> optimism, person- <laughs> hope, and joy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if the person with the strong interest already is like, oh yeah, I just assumed that. Right. This is one of the things where I've heard before. It's like I just assumed we were together. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my grad school boyfriend and I, we were talking, I think it was like Valentine's Day. We've been together for a few months at that point. And I think we broke up like a month or so after, but it was like, we were just talking and I was like, so like, we're we're dating, right? And he's like, well, yeah, you're my girlfriend. And I was like, we never like asked. He's like, no, I didn't think to. And mind you, he's like a human golden retriever, like just doesn't, just so nice. Literally, it was just like, but up, but up, like, okay. Yeah. And I just uh-huh. like, yeah. like, it wasn't a negative thing. He wasn't withholding and he was just like, oh, I just assumed. And I'm like, yeah. well, there we go. Right. But we're, we're hardwired differently yeah. to, to want different things. So having the discussion, and I did do that with the one, the boyfriend who, the more recent one who was like, well, I don't know, like, you said that it wasn't the label in this and that. And I remember asking and being like, okay, what does the role, what changes from what we're doing now versus when we're boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, yeah. are there certain things or certain expectations you have of a girlfriend? Right. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing that I asked was like, yeah. what are the differences? And I definitely asked it because my intention was different too. I was like, well, I expect a, a more communication, more this, more that. If we are boyfriend and girlfriend, I expect mm-hmm. more of a priority in your life, more like, I was being honest because mm-hmm. I wasn't just going to be like, oh, good, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. By the way, here are your terms and conditions, right? Like yeah. that wouldn't have been effective. So 
being able to talk about it ahead of time and have like informed consent basically <laughs> of what we were both getting into um that would have been great if he felt followed through with it i think the intent was there like the yeah. well-meaning intent was there but yeah. actually signing up for like what it took to be in a relationship with like an adult woman not mm. and it was fine right and it was it was fun while it lasted and realizing that like we're just not on the two ships in the night like we're just not yeah. we were and then we weren't and it was helpful to have those types of discussions because now it's way easier in partnership with who I'm with now to be like, this is what's happening. Here's a high, high level of deep communication. Yeah. It doesn't need the label, right? Yeah. I don't think the label would make a huge difference in my feelings okay. at this point, which is a good sign that it's like that for this person, like, mm -hmm. what do you do in the person? They have strong interests, mm -hmm. lean in, right? Yeah. What do you do? Lean into the relationship and experience being with the person, put the label out of your mind, unless it would provide some containment or there's thresholds of like, if we're boyfriend, well, I can do this sexually or whatever, you know, whatever people have in their, you know, wheelhouse, then have the discussion. But sometimes just sitting back and enjoying it and letting it happen naturally, <laughs> right? Sometimes partners go from like dating and then they're engaged. They're like, wait, I never got to be asked boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Like when was this delineation? So <laughs> a lot of us, especially in today's society, kind of like slip into the boyfriend, girlfriend level. And yeah. then the engagement level is like being asked, right? right? We don't just go up like, oh yeah, this is my fiance. We're like, what? You never what? proposed to me. It's like, oh, I just assumed we've been together a couple, yeah. right? Like we do that more with boyfriend, girlfriend level than engagement level. Whereas previous generations, I think it was like, they asked me to go steady or they like mm -hmm. pinned me or, you know, those kind of, well, that not sexually, but I mean like yeah. pin on the hell of yeah, the old, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So like, got my class pin, my class yeah, ring, exactly. my jacket. Like we're like, I'm wearing his letterman jacket. Yeah. Like those were more yeah. ways of knowing like other people knew. Yeah. Well, in many ways, that's the marker of, you know, our society evolving in a positive way where we have a wide range of relationships with a wide range of people. There was yeah. this thing, I don't know how accurate this is in terms of like, if we were actually living in the fifties, but like the vibe I get from the fifties was, you could only be friends with people the same gender as you. So Correct. if you and I were in high school together, Talia, in the 50s, and we were hanging out together, it's because we were steady. dating. Yeah, we're going steady. And then I would pin you or give you my Letterman jacket to make it yes. super official. So and then we're going to go grab cool? a milkshake at the malt shop. And then we're going out to the bluff in the back of my car. I mean, what? I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. whatever we're going to go to the drive-in. We're going to drive in winky face. <laughs> <laughs> I so, want to go steady. That sounds yeah. fun. It's great. Thanks, Billy. That... <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> it's so great that we've evolved beyond that and that we're not in these like strong, um, very narrow gender roles. However, the one thing we've lost from that was... Um, the clarity in the relationship. Yeah. I was going to say, I kind of yeah. miss it. I wish, I wish yeah. we did have some 50s No, back. we lost how <laughs> obvious it was. But what we yes. never developed as we evolved as a culture to have more powerful, meaningful connections with a lot of different people and nuanced things, we never developed right. great ways to talk about it, which is exactly what we're addressing right now in this first part is making sure that like, hey, we are now in a dating culture where you, you, you might be friends and then you might hook up one night. And then that would, in my world, lead to a, hey, we need to talk about that. But as a culture- <laughs> in that's, world, it goes to, we're never talking again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but the thing is, it's so uncomfortable for both partners to address oh, yeah. that. Avoidance is the number one thing that a uh, strategy, I should say, the number one strategy for people in a situation like that. So they don't talk about it. Uh-huh. Same thing in all these dating places. So I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just getting to a point of, I get that these conversations can be hard when you're asking to clarify with your partner, hey, what does a relationship mean to you? What would you need to see before you're ready for that? And here's where I'm at in terms of my interest, because it's vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there and saying, hey, I want this intimacy and connection with you, and that can be scary. Mm-hmm. And I encourage listeners to have courage into that vulnerable space and have those discussions and clarify, because that is what will, while it might be a short-term distress, it'll alleviate long-term distress where you're pulling your hair out going, what the hell do I do? Cause he doesn't want to be in a relationship with me or what the hell do I do? Cause I don't know how to talk about and clarify our expectations in the relationship, which we um, have, have mm-hmm. covered a lot. So Lean into it. Yeah, please, please into vulnerability. It. It's worth it. It's yeah. so worth it. Yeah. I don't think I would. I, I'm. I don't think I know for a fact that I would not be in the dynamic that I'm in now mm-hmm. had I not practiced that with the previous yeah. people that I was with. Yeah. And I remember the gut punch right at the yeah. first time, like having that, like, oh, we're this. Like, I got yeah. mad because I think he put something else on. I think I've shared this in another episode. He uh-huh. put something else on Instagram, and I'm like that's inappropriate you can't be posting about other girls on your story and catcalling them first of all just wrong to do second of all like you're with me like how do you think that makes me feel like we're not together and I was like hold up what like whomst (laughs) like boxing each other and I'm like this is not because we were training together and I was like what no like yeah mm -mm, we're gonna have a talk about this yeah and I remember feeling uncomfortable in those couple of weeks and I did like end it and walk away. And of course, oh no, please, well, I want you back. Yeah. But it's yeah. like re- that realization, I'm I'm appreciative that I had the vulnerability to mm-hmm. do that, to stick mm-hmm. with it because the next couple of times until now that I had to do it, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't. Like the vulnerability got easier because it's like, hey, I actually know me and I'm teaching you who I am rather than mm-hmm. like, is this okay that I'm like this? It was like, this yeah. is how I am, take it or leave it, right? Yeah. So being able to shift into that. And again, this person, they have a strong interest. This isn't, yeah. I have a strong interest in them and they don't even want to date me. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're dating. Yeah. He has a, I'm assuming he has a strong interest in this yeah. girl. Just let him know. Sometimes yeah. guys need a little encouragement and coaching because everybody is a human being fears rejection, but especially, and men I've worked with have been like, I just didn't want to get rejected. It's not that they wouldn't try, but the risk, again, it didn't hit the worth it factor yet of, will I get rejected or will this work? Mm-hmm. So giving them hints, sometimes very obvious <laughs> communication, not just a hint, but like, hey, I'm into you. Like, I'd like to take this to the next level, not pressuring you when I say that, but that's where I'm headed with this. Just wanted to let you know, boom, plant the seed and then see what happens from there. Like yeah. you were saying, if nothing happens, the tier two is, might be time to cut yeah. bait instead of yeah. keep fishing in yeah. pond. I would, in my optimistic self, say most of the times if you if you do these things and come to a clarity of, of expectation in your relationship or know your differences by sharing where you're at in what you want in a relationship and how to get to that next level, most of the time that will work itself into a positive way. You'll be able to continue to grow in this relationship for when you align together and say, cool, we are formally in a relationship. Here's the term we use for that. And let's continue growing together mm-hmm. on a less, you know, if that's not, if you're not getting a sense after these discussions that like, Hey, there's even a roadmap 
to us getting closer or really you're hearing your partner say like, well, I just don't want a relationship full stop and isn't willing to engage in that discussion with you. Then, then yeah, then you have to believe that person (laughs) and go, okay, they literally told me they just don't want a relationship full stop. I do. Therefore, this is not the person I want to be with. So there has to be also another strength and vulnerability with self and admitting to yourself like, hey, while I'm really into this person, it's time for me to acknowledge they're not the person for me in relationship because they don't want that. So I have to rip that bandaid off, say goodbye, say, hey, I'm really looking for something different because you're being honest with yourself in that moment. And then you're being honest with that person and then Mm -hmm. break up and go be intentional again with like, I'm looking to date for a relationship. If I get to this place, I, you know, I don't know yeah. what brought that person to want, you know, to want to be in the relationship on their end, but go with that and be clear mm-hmm. uh, because it's only going to be heartache and it's only going to lead to um, a negative relationship pattern. If you're, if you're the one sacrificing your needs and what you right. want for the person who, and they're not doing that for you. Because now you're getting to a space where it's no longer a team and you're not collaborating, which is like some of the biggest um, relational dynamics that I work with 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 my couples. If you get into a habit early on in a relationship where you're sacrificing yourself all the time for your partner, that's going to be the norm of your relationship. And you, even if you're, if your hope and dream comes true that down the road, this person eventually commits to the relationship, despite they didn't really want to, then you've already set the precedence in your relationship that you are going to be the one sacrificing your needs always. And the other person mm-hmm. has not done any work in learning how to articulate their needs and put effort into the relationship. So yeah, look out for that. <laughs> be aware. See, I can Learn get doom and gloomy. <laughs> I can get a little doom and gloomy there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love our dynamic. We do keep each other balanced. <laughs> You're like, and I we I know I've joked about this. It's like the scene in Twenty Two Jump Street where they're both yeah. high on a different trip, and Joe <laughs> Hill's just like listening to Creed, and yeah. Channing Tatum's like, that's us. Yes, <laughs> that is so us. Oh man! But aren't you Channing Tatum in this example, or am I? I'm, no, you'd be Channing. Yes. In overall, her dynamic, you're Channing Tatum, and I'm Jonah Hill. <laughs> For the record, just to make sure everyone heard that. I am Channing, <laughs> Channing Tatum, including I am Channing Tatum in Magic Mike as well. Just to be clear, I am also yes. him. <laughs> yes. I am only Jonah Hill in 21 and 22 Jump Street. Not super bad. Maybe, yeah, uh, what was the watch? That was another good one. But yeah, that's our dynamic. Moneyball. You're, you're a numbers <laughs> nerd. You're totally a numbers nerd. <laughs> I, so many you numbers. love research and numbers. I, I do, actually. <laughs> so listener just do it ask the person be like yo is this happening or not yeah i like you i like putting my parts near and maybe next to yours so Mm -hmm. what are we doing here yeah and honestly you know a little tough love here is if that feels like not the right conversation or it feels too overwhelming for you either a go see a therapist because then there's a really strong deep-rooted relationship thing that needs to be looked at or be you shouldn't be with that person or anyone at that point if you're not yeah it's kind of like the whole sex rule if you're not in a place where you're comfortable talking about sex with the person you're having sex yeah, with you're not ready to be having sex 
So it's the same thing. Um, This is what adult relationships look like. This is what they take. Relationships are some of the most powerful, awesome things in the world. That's why I've devoted my life to being a couples therapist. Mm -hmm. And they're hard. And they Mm -hmm. require maturity and work and attention. That's what makes them so good. Yeah. I get very passionate about Two strong eyes can make a strong week. Oh, I've never heard that before. There you go. I like that. I'm just going to say that I made it up in my head. So go, go for it. Go for it. I didn't, but yeah. Two eyes make a strong way. So there you go, listener. I hope that helped you in um, answering that question and kind of what to do and sort of next steps as well as big picture items. Mm-hmm. I think that'll do it for a show today. I think that's a, that's a good wrap right there. And see. And scene. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate your support. If you have questions for us uh, or if you want your relationship question answered on the podcast, shoot us an email, yeah. uh, Ryan and Talia at thecouplesguidepodcast.com. And you can also slide in our DMs at the Couples Guide Podcast, and we will either answer it as best we can DM if you want to stay private. We don't we're not gonna like put you on blast who wrote it in we'll yeah. just probably give gender for context um yeah. if you want us to answer it and if it's quick we can just chat you if not we can do an episode on it and we would like to be able to help you as best we can so hit us up sounds good take it care everybody <laughs>